A very good day to all of our listeners. This is Abraham Foss of For Your Good Ministries International, continuing in our newly started series that we have called the Law of First Reference. And then from the Law of First Reference, a few episodes down the road from today, we'll teach into the Law of First Institution. What did God institute firstly? which means that God holds this as primary importance in his estimation in all things in life. So let's briefly refer to episodes 1 and episodes 2, and today go into episode 3 of the Law of First Reference. Episode 1, we refer to Genesis 1 verses 1 through to 3, and John 1 verse 1, which describes the law of first reference. What do we refer to firstly in any situation, season, issue, or decision-making process in our lives? The law of first reference is we refer to the Word of God, which is wisdom's counsel on how to do anything and everything that touches our lives on a day-to-day basis. In episode 2, we spoke about What is the reason for why we may perish or fail or be founded in hardship, pain and anguish or consequential outworkings? Well, the reason for that is that we haven't applied the law of first reference. We've removed ourselves from wisdom's counsel. For in Hosea 4 verse 6 it says, My people, God speaking about His very people, you may say as regards the you and I, the born-again believer, he says, my people are perishing or failing or finding themselves in destruction, which is not my heart's intention for them, but the reason for that outworking or that resultant outcome is because of their lack of knowledge of the Word of God. They haven't referred to God's Word before they've started a season and or to get out of a broken situation They're not going to my word, which will take them out of their broken situation, their pain, their anguish, their hurt, their brokenheartedness, or their struggle in any given arena, situation, context of their lives. So God is saying in Isaiah 4 verse 6, He gives us the reason for why there's failure and hardship, etc. Is we are in that place because of a lack of knowledge of God's word. And from that knowledge, not applying, or you may say, doing the Word of God. So I want to reinforce that point by going to the book of John chapter 8 and referring to verses 31 and 32, where Jesus himself is speaking and in essence is taking Hosea 4 verse 6, if you like, to a deeper understanding And so here he says in John chapter 8, verses 31 to 32, it says, Then Jesus said to those who believed in him, as Hosea 4 verse 6 says, My people perish. Those who believed in God are perishing. So here Jesus, coming from a slightly different and more in-depth approach to bring about a right solution, Jesus says this. It says, Then Jesus said to those who believed in him, He says, if you, in other words, the decision is for me to make. Because God is a God of love. Love never enforces or imposes or insists and says there's no option but. 
God sets before us life and death, blessings and curses, and encourages us to choose life, which is His way of doing things, if you like, especially in this context of the law of first reference. So again, Jesus now speaking to those who believe in Him, says, If you, in other words, it's for me to make that decision. So you could say, if you, if you, Abraham, abide in my word, so take residence or habitation in the word of God. If I allow that to own my heart and my decision-making process. So Jesus now again speaking to those who believed in him. He's saying to those, those of you who believe in me, if you, I like to insert my name personally in there because scripture is written personally as much as it's written corporately. So for me, I read it as thus. If you, Abraham, abide in my word, then you are my disciple. So a disciple isn't one who believes, that's a convert. A disciple who's going to get the result of the one that he's following is one who abides in the word of God, because Jesus abode in the word of God to get the results that Jesus got, which was victory and success on every single front as he walked this earth. Even in his death, it resulted in resurrection and eternal life. Why? Because Jesus did, as he encourages us to do, he abode, he stayed in the word. He only did what the Father told him to do, and he only spoke what the Father told him to speak. He abode, or was one who abided in the word of God, perpetually, all of the time. In fact, Jesus only started his ministry when he was 30, because he allowed the word of God to be well-rooted and established in his heart, before he started that huge, abundant season, the purpose for which God sent him, which was to make disciples firstly, but secondly to go to the cross, to be our sacrifice, to get victory over sin, to give us his resurrection life. Was because, if I may say, Jesus was baptized, immersed in, abided in the word, became one with the word, that he found success on every single front, even in the face of adverse circumstances that may have confronted him. So yeah, Jesus is saying, if you abide in my word, Abraham, you are my disciples, which means you're going to get my result. A disciple is one who follows someone who's in front to get the result that the one in front got. So I want the results of Jesus. I want victory. I want success. I don't like pain, anguish, heartache, heartbreak hardship, destruction. I don't like that. And I believe most all of us listening to the sound of my voice would concur with the same. We don't want or desire that result. But how are we, how are we going to get the results that Jesus got? By abiding in the Word, applying the law of first reference, going to the Word of God, getting a knowledge of the truth of God's Word, applying God's Word, living in and by God's Word to get God's result. So again, Jesus gives us the option of choice because he's given us a will and God doesn't override our will. We make our choices and get the result or the outworkings of the choices we make. So when I want a positive result, Jesus says, if Abraham, you abide in my word, you are my disciples. In other words, you're on the road to get the results that I got. You are my disciples. It says, indeed, in other words, as a guaranteed outworking you will find that my word will bring about its result.
So the first step is to believe. The second step is to abide in the word of God. Then and therefrom I'm a disciple indeed on my way to getting the results that the word promises will be mine. Then in verse 32 it says, and you shall know the truth. That know the truth is an experiential outworking. It's a product or result. It's a manifestation that I can see visibly with my natural eyes. In other words, the word of God has now become manifest, if you'd like, in my five senses. It's apparent in the journey of my life on this earth. So you shall know, you shall be a fay with, you shall be familiar with, you shall be walking in the resultant fruit. And you shall know the truth means that you will now be experiencing it. And what will that outworking or result be? And that truth, that manifest now living in experience, that will make me free. So my past destruction, how am I released from it? By firstly believing, by abiding in God's word, by there and therefrom becoming a disciple of Jesus Christ, in other words, headed towards the result that Jesus got, which is victory and blessing and overcomability. From that I will experience, I'll be living in it, and by living in it, it will override, it will overcome that there was my demise, my failure, my heartache, my struggle, my pain, my anguish. It will swallow up, it will overcome that. That truth that I'm now living in will set me free. The Bible says, it shall, Jesus now speaking, it shall make you free. In other words, there's no other outcome, but this outcome, you'll be free of your past encumbrance, your pain, your heartache, your anguish, your failure, your destruction, whatever you may insert in that, that is representative of the status of a situation in your life that you, that you now find yourself in. So how do you become free of demise and pain, etc., etc.? You first believe in God through the person of Jesus Christ. You believe in the Word of God. You abide in the Word of God. You become a disciple headed towards the result of Jesus Christ. You begin to experience the victory of that word. And that victory overcomes and even causes a loss of memory of the pain and anguish of the past. So the law of first reference is to go to the word of God. To trust the word of God. And in trusting the word of God and believing the word of God, we become doers of the word of God. When we do God's word we're getting God's result. We start to live in that victory. And it overrides and overcomes any past failure, no matter what it was, how far removed it may have been from God's intention. There's no situation too far removed, no brokenness too far removed from the power of the overcomability of God's word. God's word will always bring healing, will always restore and reconcile. The word of God is powerful. It's quote-unquote the agent that God gives man that is unstoppable, will always realize victory and only victory. It will always make you free from past hurts and failures and hardships. So again, this is Abraham Foss of For Your Good Ministries International, encouraging you to look us up by going to our website, www.foryourgood, spelled F-O-R, Y-O-U-R-G-O-O-D dot net. And or send us an email, info at foryourgood.net. We'd love to engage with you, answer any questions you might have, 
begin to correspond and speak with you. It'll be a great delight to receive your email. So again, this is Abraham Foss, bidding you a blessed week by trusting God's Word, the application of God's Word in any context of your life. Until next week, when we'll speak again, this is Abraham saying farewell.